0: Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. I was excited to moderate the Brookings debate this week over whether to regulate crypto because truth be told, I hadn't quite made up my own mind about it. My younger self would surely be pounding the table saying, yes, regulate it, you bozos. Look at all the carnage out there. But my older self is more jaded. Regulating crypto seems to me to be not so much about protecting the little guy as about whether to officially allow crypto into the mainstream financial system. By regulating it, you're not so much policing it, although on some level you are, as enshrining it. And that, to me, seems like a very dangerous idea. After all, the stunning collapse of the crypto industry, which has wiped out $3 trillion of crypto market cap and counting, has had almost zero discernible effect on overall financial stability or the economy. It left the mainstream banking system unaffected, quite unlike the mortgage collapse in 06 and 07. Let's not forget mortgages were such a sought-after investment at the time until they blew up because so many of them were stamped with Fannie or Freddie government backing. So I am sympathetic to Stephen Cicchetti's arguments for not regulating crypto, which effectively boil down to let crypto burn. He basically thinks if you just enforce the existing rules, from the SEC on securities, from the bank regulators on loans and capital, and so forth, the industry would pretty much disappear. He says it's basically just a form of regulatory arbitrage. But that's where I differ with him somewhat. I do see real-world innovation in some cases, and not just financed by a different name. How else do you explain, for instance, strike? Jack Mallers has been a frequent guest on our shows, a big personality to be sure. But what really intrigues me is his attempt to build a rival cheaper payments network to Visa domestically and Western Union cross-border using Bitcoin. If crypto remains in regulatory purgatory, I could understand that that might be a headwind for the adoption of technology like strikes in the U.S. So how do you build a regulatory framework that helps advance genuine innovations, if you'd call it that, like Mallers, rather than the personal agenda of Sam Bankman-Fried's now defunct FTX? Perhaps the best way to do so is to chip away at the worst offenses of crypto, which basically just broke old banking laws under the disguise of new technology without outlawing altogether real world experiments with the likes of Bitcoin. So these are what I'd call the takeaways of our hour long discussion. Number one, regulate stable coins as banks. They need a charter, their securities need to be registered, they have to deal with the cost and hassles of being a bank and the regulatory oversight on capital and so on that comes with that territory. Number two, do not pass any laws or legislation about crypto right now. It's way too early days. As Peter Conti Brown pointed out, it took us a century or more to write proper legislation governing banks and then securities. We should not rush to have Congress get involved here. Number three, do not create a separate light touch crypto regulator. Instead, force existing agencies to properly enforce existing rules. The SEC in particular does not come out looking great here. It's hard to understand why they didn't move against tokens like FTT, which fueled the rise and fall of FTX sooner. Number four, perhaps most obviously, the definition of crypto needs to be spelled out so as to clarify whether it's a security, SEC oversight, a commodity for the CFTC or otherwise. And finally, number five, keep banks away from it. Prevent and or monitor any connections between crypto and the traditional financial system. I asked our experts, what about things like offering crypto as a 401k investment option, as many platforms were starting to do prior to the collapse? How would regulation have prevented that and should it have? But to Steve Giacchetti's point, 401k plans, sponsors have a fiduciary duty and crypto may well turn out to have violated their suitability requirements. Quote, I think we're going to see a lot of lawsuits, he said. So again, many of our existing finance laws may well end up catching up with crypto and rooting out these problematic aspects of it that are just banned practices springing up again under new names. But I agree with Peter Conti Brown that we need to be careful not to snuff out crypto innovation altogether and that leaving it entirely unregulated may do so. And I'm not sure to Hun Shin's argument that pushing a central bank digital currency in crypto's place would solve any of these problems. It will be a very tricky task to clean up crypto in a way that makes the financial system less and not more prone to future collapse. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow The Exchange podcast and you can catch our show live weekdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, only on CNBC. See you then. What's on the horizon for financial markets?